Ah, oh, hello everyone. TJ, as always here, back with Rubbing Muscle. Today we're going to discuss my favorite unconventional exercises that I use with my athletes. Obviously you knew that because you read a title, but that's actually exactly what we're going to get into in this video. So yeah, I'm back bringing new videos to the Rubbing Muscle YouTube channel. Of course, thank you to everyone who has hit subscribe so far. It's pretty cool to see that we're up well over 5,000 subscribers now, particularly in a time when participation in rugby is in a bit of a struggle. It's really cool to see all of you looking to get the best from your training, your nutrition, so that you can perform at your best on the pitch. It's really good. It shows that those that are participating are still taking their game seriously. So now, without further ado, I'm excited to get into the topic of this video, which is the, my five favorite unconventional exercises that I like to use with my rugby athletes. So the first of these is Zercher Reverse Lunges. Zercher Reverse Lunges are awesome because they build single leg strength and stability throughout the entire leg. Not just the front, not just the back, the entire leg. And they get a ton of both core and glute engagement. These two muscle groups particularly are really huge for your rugby power, particularly in contact situations. So this movement will have you power through rucks, tackles, all contact situations better than ever before because of that core and glute engagement. In the core engagement, you'll need to fight to stay upright, just like you would in any contact situation in rugby. You'll also do it in a low sort of stance position, just like you would in rugby. To do this movement, set up a bar in a squat rack around hip height and place a pad around the bar, protect your elbows and forearms. Personally, I like to use the safety arms here rather than the Jacobs because it gives, gives you a little bit more wiggle room when it comes to re-racking that weight. Re-racking that weight, that was difficult for me to say. When you're ready, pick up the bar at the bend of your elbow in a zercher position. Immediately, you should notice your core and upper back engage strongly to keep the bar there. You want this position with your upper body to be fixed, so don't let your elbows drift forward and away from your side. Almost pin them into your ribcage. From here, you're going to step back with one leg into a reverse lunge and drop until your knee just about hits the floor. Don't slam that knee down. That's not good. You want to control this eccentric phase of the movement. Once you're at that bottom, explode back up to your starting position by driving through your front foot and now you've completed a rep. Remember to keep those elbows pinned throughout the movement and you'll immediately feel how this movement works. It's almost intuitive in that way. You'll feel this benefit, all of the areas that you'll need for rugby contact situations. I love this movement because of the real world strength that it brings. It is also amazingly adaptable. You can do it for high reps. You can load it up heavy and use it as your main strength movement. You can do it for conditioning, heavy, light, medium, it's all good with the Zercher Reverse Lunge. It's fantastic movement for rugby athletes. Exercise number two on this list is going to be the snatch from the hip. I've seen this called a tool snatch or a pocket snatch, and most certainly it's going to end up being a bit of a power snatch, but that's because you're a rugby player, not a weightlifter. But overall, it's just a snatch from the hip. Whether you should be doing the Olympic lifts is a hotly debated topic, which I'll park for another video. Comment below, by the way, if you'd like to see that video. 
What everyone can agree on, though, is how well this snatch variation works. Even if you're really against the Olympic lifts, you can't deny the effectiveness of this movement. This movement is all about explosive, full body power, and is one of the best ways to achieve it. You're forced to use full power because of its simplicity. It's far less technical than other Olympic lifting variations, so there's a lot less that can go wrong. Unlike clean variations, and unlike clean or hand clean variations that can just look like some sort of horrific reverse barbell curl, you can't do that with a snatch from the hip. So let me explain how. You're going to take a bar from the top of a deadlift position. I'm not fussed on the grip width. If you're comfortable with a, like a wide snatch grip, great. But, it, but if it feels off, there's no need to force it. What's more important is that you're standing nice and tall, as tall as possible, which means you're really fighting to keep your glutes flexed and straight. From that tall position, drop down like two to three inches, you know, just enough so that you can feel something. From there, snatch. Jump and pull that bar as aggressively as you can overhead, catching it with your arms in a locked out position above the crown of your head. Again, this movement is so simple, that's kind of all you need to think about. Jump and catch. Not driving the elbows, not extending the hips or the toes, Everything that needs to happen should happen naturally. Just jump and catch that bar overhead. I like this movement so much because it forces you to be explosive and powerful. You can load this a fair bit, but because we're building power, we're not too interested in how heavy you go. We're interested in the speed and explosiveness of the movement. Remember, you're not a weightlifter or a crossfitter. You don't need to measure your snatch. You care about the physical abilities that you're developing in the gym to help you play rugby that's it okay so if that's you let me know you're appreciating this type of video by hitting that like button and if you're really interested in taking your training to the next level check out the programs and coaching options that we'll have in the description below keeping in line with power i want to talk about rotation throws a lot of you will see this movement immediately think ah rugby passes but it's much, much more than that. Rotation throws will open up your body's ability to powerfully rotate the core and spine, which again, will help you in contact situations. It's much easier to beat an opponent by manipulating them in contact rather than just colliding with them head on. You want to be able to rotate and manipulate them in the way that you want to go. It will also just open up the torso to move better, which will have a bunch of mobility benefits both on and off the pitch and of course yes it can help your passing but you don't want to do this movement like a rugby pass actually, actually that's an important point because the way you'll throw this heavier ball is vastly different to how you'll throw a light rugby ball and actually if you try to train this movement like a rugby pass you'd actually just develop bad habits and mechanics which might actually negatively affect your rugby pass. So really important point, you don't do these like a rugby pass. Do these like rotation throws. That's why they're called rotation throws. And the way you do this movement is by starting 90 degrees from a wall in one of a variety of positions. The most basic is down on both knees, extended up nice and tall, but you could progress to one knee on the floor and one foot on the floor. So your foot on the floor would be the one closest to the wall. You can also do it in a lunging position. So same setup, but in a bit more of a lunge, then a parallel stance that would also be fine in a, in a power position. These different stances will give a small impact on how your spine is going to rotate and how your hips will stabilize that and drive through that power. So give them all a go. But remember, the lower you are to the ground, I guess, the more static you're going to be, the more controlled it is going to be through the hips, and the more you're going to have to use your spine in that movement. Okay, from that starting position, simply rotate at the spine and powerfully reverse and recoil, releasing the ball at 
peak force to slam against the wall. You can keep your elbows bent or straight here. Just be aware that you want to have that power come through the hips and the spine, not the upper body throwing it. You want the spine to throw it. You want the hips to throw that ball. You don't want to throw it with your upper body. These can be done as a conditioning movement, but they're best done as explosive power for three to five reps as hard as possible. One final note is that if you're doing these in one of those weird gyms that maybe isn't even that weird at this point, it's unfortunately way too common. Those gyms that have all sorts of different medicine balls, but don't let you throw them or slam them against the wall. I don't know why you have medicine balls if that's not what you're using them for, but whatever. If you're at the, one of those places and you don't want to go to another gym, you can either use a partner or even stay low and throw them against the phone box or something. Just get creative. This movement is hard to replicate without a medicine ball, so I would absolutely advise you finding a way to do so. And if you have some sort of ingenious way of, that you've, you've manufactured, that you've MacGyvered, let me know in the comments below. That would be interesting for me to find out so I can recommend it to people that unfortunately go to gyms with medicine balls that don't let you throw. Rotation rows are great because they're like rotation throws without the TH. Just kidding. They're a movement that I've been playing with in the past year or so, and I've found them to build real good rotational strength, strong back musculature, and nice mobile shoulders. Not necessarily something that can be loaded overly heavy, but will definitely help you finish tackles, be dynamic in contact, and develop single arm and grip strength. What you're going to do for these is set up a bar at the height you're comfortable doing around 10 to 15 inverted rows at. You're going to grab that bar and get into an inverted row position, hanging below it with your arms completely straight. From here, release one hand and reach that hand all the way down, stretching out that top shoulder and hanging from the bottom just with one arm. From this bottom position, pull yourself up and rotate yourself up by squeezing and contracting your back and in and behind that scapula of the arm that's holding onto the bar. And you'll be able to rotate all the way up until your chest is at the bar and you can grab it with your opposite hand. Release your first hand, control yourself down into the opposite side and repeat that process from the opposite side. Maybe this is a little bit difficult for an audio explanation, so hopefully you've seen it and understand how this movement works. This is such a good movement for rugby players because of both the rotation element and the fact that your scapula gets a ton of movement. This will help protect the shoulders and keep them nice and healthy. It will also be nice and suitable for those of you who already have pretty beat up shoulders. This is a good way to get some rehab in there. Give it a go. You can do this for explosive power, maybe in that three to five rep range. But for conditioning, you can do it also for you know 30 seconds to a minute at a time. But I think it's best served as an accessory, getting a decent amount of work, say eight to 15 reps each side for two to four sets towards the end of a session. This would be a great movement for that. You can also use a TRX, I guess, with this, or rings would probably be better than a TRX. I just like the flat barbell because it's more accessible for everyone and it just relies for a more measured controlled movement. The final unconventional exercise I love using is the sway reach. It's probably the best thing that you can do for agility, or at least it's the best thing that you can do for agility in the gym. When you do these right, you'll learn to handle all control more and more force over one uh, hip and foot, all with good posture. This is essentially what you're trying to do when you're stepping in rugby, taking all of this force that's going in one direction and projecting it into another. 
the better you're able to control that force, the better you're going to be able to step and be agile on the rugby pitch. So to do the sway reach, you're going to set up some either tool cones, kettlebells, or dumbbells propped up on their side. I like to use dumbbells propped up on their side because you're already in the gym and they also make up like the perfect height to do that. So I'm going to refer to these as dumbbells in this video, but know that you can use kettlebells or like those tall kind of traffic-y orangey cones. Those will work as well, but for this one, we're going to use dumbbells. Set them up so that they're a couple of feet either side of your feet, just out of reach. You're then going to squat down into a power squat and reach to touch those dumbbells with your lower body. You're going to reach with your hips and your knees, not your upper body, and be able to just touch the dumbbells with your with your arms, not quite at your side, but your, your upper body and a strong tall posture. Really focus on keeping your chest up because you'll need that posture for when you're trying to be agile. When you're trying to step, you can't reach to the one side because then you're, you've got more force going to that side. You need to stay nice and upright. And if you lose your posture when you step, you'll lose balance. So keeping a nice upright torso here is huge. Keep challenging yourself with how far you can reach whilst maintaining that posture. You're going to really feel the weight of your body go through your hips. You're going to keep moving your knees and drive them over the ankles to reach to the other side. When you're reaching, you'll feel this in your hips and your glutes as you bring your body all stacked up over the foot on the side that you're trying to reach. Once you touch that dumbbell, drive and then reach to the other side. Now you can progress this to a step drill where you do the same thing but just stepping from side to side. But honestly, I just love doing it like this because it teaches the basics of agility that 99% of players have never seen. Do it as part of your gym warm-ups or for agility sessions or speed sessions, and you will see this payoff in your games for sure. Keep challenging yourself with how far you can reach and progress over time. And boom, so there you have it. Five unconventional exercises that I love to use with my rugby athletes in the gym. Which one do you think you'll add to your routine? Which one surprised you? Let me know in the comments below. I mean, if you've made it to the end, I would love any comments, any feedback from you. It'd be great to see and discuss with you what you thought of this video in the comments below. What would you like to see from the channel or the podcast? Also let me know. That's another thing that you can put in the comments below. Have I said it by now that I would like to see a comment from you below? It really does help out the algorithm and it gets a good conversation going. If you haven't already, hit that thumbs up button. Of course, if you're a rugby player who wants to get the most out of your performance and isn't really sure what you're doing in the gym or are sure, but you want to get the most out of your performance, make sure you're subscribed, like the video. Seriously, you're here at the end and if you haven't hit thumbs up already, I'll just wait for a second. Okay, that's long enough. I'll see you guys in the next one.